Hello and welcome to the July 7th episode of 10, my name is Ryan and I will be your host today. Today I will report to you on some of the most interesting news from around the world such as Walmart announcing a service to take on Amazon Prime. Today is blackout day when many black Americans plan to showcase their combined economic might by refusing to spend any money on anything at all, Ringo Starr celebrates his 80th birthday, and much more. In our first story of the day, Walmart is planning on launching a competitor to Amazon Prime this month. News of this caused Walmart's stock to rise by 6%. The service is called Walmart Plus and the membership program will cost $98 per year and include same-day delivery of groceries, fuel discounts at Walmart gas stations and other perks. Walmart planned to launch Walmart Plus in late March or April but delayed it because of the coronavirus pandemic. Since Amazon launched the Prime program about 15 years ago, it's grown to more than 150 million members. Amazon has used the subscription-based service to entice customers to shop more frequently on its site. For $119 each year, customers get fast and free shipping, access to Amazon's streaming service and discounts at Amazon-owned grocery store Whole Foods. Walmart has significantly grown its e-commerce business, but it's lagged behind Amazon in market share and market cap. Amazon is valued at about $1.5 trillion, compared with Walmart, which is valued at about $360 billion. Walmart's online sales surged by 74% in the fiscal first quarter that ended April 30, as the coronavirus pandemic drove more customers online for groceries and other essentials. The retailer has leaned on its grocery business to grow online. Walmart delivers to the home but it also offers curbside service at its brick-and-mortar locations as a convenient option for customers. Today is blackout day, when many black Americans plan to showcase their combined economic might by refusing to spend any money on anything at all. Those who have to buy something are being encouraged to spend their money at a black-owned business. Social media personality and activist Calvin Martyr has spent the last two months promoting the campaign after raising the idea in a video that has been shared thousands of times on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The objective of Blackout Day is to force politicians and the business world to end institutionally racist policies and practices that have led to the deaths and marginalization of black Americans. Black Americans spent more than $1 trillion on consumer goods in 2018 alone. In coronavirus news, the U.S. coronavirus outbreak crossed a grim new milestone of over 3 million confirmed cases today as more states reported record numbers of new infections. Authorities have reported alarming upswings of daily caseloads in roughly two dozen states over the past two weeks, a sign that efforts to control transmission of the novel coronavirus have failed in large swaths of the country. California, Hawaii, Missouri, Montana, Oklahoma and Texas today shattered their previous daily record highs for new cases. About 24 states have also reported disturbingly high infection rates as a percentage of diagnostic tests conducted over the past week. In more coronavirus news, millions of Americans relocated this year because of the COVID-19 outbreak, moving out of college dorms that abruptly closed, communities they perceive as unsafe or housing they can no longer afford. Overall, Around 1 in 5 U.S. adults say they either changed their residence due to the pandemic or know someone who did. Experiences with coronavirus-related relocations vary by demographic characteristics. The age group most likely to have had at least one of these things happen to them are the nation's young adults. Overall, 37% of those ages 18 to 29 say they moved, someone moved into their home or they know someone who moved because of the outbreak.
by race and ethnicity, 28% of Hispanics have had one of these experiences, compared with 20% of white adults, 19% of black adults and 24% of Asian Americans. Among those surveyed in early June, 3% say they themselves moved permanently or temporarily due to the coronavirus pandemic, and 6% say someone moved into their household because of it. In some social media news, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said Monday the Trump administration is considering restricting United States users' access to the Chinese social media application TikTok over concerns it is potentially being used by the Beijing government as a means to surveil and propagandize people. Pompeo said that he and President Trump are taking the report seriously after India has already banned the app and Australia is considering doing so. Washington's top diplomat added that people should only download the app if you want your private information in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. Pompeo's remarks come during a time of heightened tensions between the United States and China, which have spilled over into several arenas including national security, trade and technology. TikTok, which is owned by Beijing-based startup ByteDance, has been repeatedly criticized by U.S. politicians who accused the short-form video app of being a threat to national security because of its ties to China. They allege that the company could be compelled to support and cooperate with intelligence work controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. TikTok has said previously that it operates separately from ByteDance. It says its data centers are located entirely outside of China, and that none of the data is subject to Chinese law. In entertainment news, Beatles drummer and music legend Ringo Starr is celebrating his 80th birthday today. Born Richard Starkey in Liverpool, England, in 1940, he would take on his stage name Ringo Starr in his late teens. His musical career has encompassed eight decades, but he is remembered best for his time with the Beatles. While Starr was primarily the drummer for the band's songs, he helped write several popular tunes, including Octopus Garden and Don't Pass Me By. He also sang lead vocals on some popular Beatles songs, including Yellow Submarine and with a little help from my friends. When the Beatles broke up in 1970, Starr would go on to have a very successful career as a solo musician. For his 80th birthday, Starr will broadcast a performance to benefit several charitable causes. Several musicians will be featured on the show including Paul McCartney, Joe Walsh and Willie Nelson. Starr is one of two Beatles still alive, and he is the oldest of the Fab Four. McCartney is 78 years old. In court news, the U.S. Supreme Court denied a request from the Trump administration to allow construction of the Keystone XL's pipeline, upholding a lower court's ruling blocking a permit needed for the project to proceed. The court said the pipeline must follow a thorough environmental review process. The justices did not provide a reasoning for the decision. The Obama administration twice rejected the pipeline project because of pressure from environmental groups. President Trump in January 2017 signed an executive order allowing Keystone to proceed. In sports news, Major League Baseball released its 2020 season schedule on Monday. Every team will play a 60-game schedule entirely against teams in their own geographic region to limit travel. The season will open on July 23 with a pair of games between the Washington Nationals and New York Yankees as well as a game between the San Francisco Giants and Los Angeles Dodgers. Each MLB club will play 40 games against intra-division opponents as well as 20 games against their opposite league's corresponding geographical division. MLB is still waiting on COVID-19 test results for all players, as there were delivery delays due to the July 4th holiday weekend. Test results for 98% of players have been reported, and there are 86 players awaiting test results.
In other sports news, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson said he has no hatred toward the Jewish community and issued two separate statements of apology with a promise to do better after he posted on social media Monday an anti-Semitic message that he attributed to Adolf Hitler and admiration for Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan. The NFL released a statement Tuesday calling Jackson's comments highly inappropriate, offensive and divisive and saying they stand in stark contrast to the NFL's values of respect, equality and inclusion. The league said it has been in contact with the Eagles on the matter. In our final story of the day, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has approved two Lysol products as effective against the novel coronavirus when used on hard, non-porous surfaces. Lysol disinfectant spray and Lysol disinfectant max cover mist meet the EPA's criteria for use against coronavirus based on laboratory testing that found both products kill the virus two minutes after contact. While there are more than 420 products on the list of disinfectants that the EPA says are strong enough to ward off harder to kill viruses than the novel coronavirus, the two Lysol products are the first to have been tested directly against the virus and proved effective. The news comes one month after a CDC survey found that people said they were cleaning more frequently because of the pandemic, but only about half said that they really knew how to clean and disinfect their home safely. Of those people who were surveyed that acknowledged that they used high-risk cleaning practices to prevent the spread of COVID-19, more were likely to report health problems related to cleaning. That's all for today's episode of 10. Thank you for listening and have a great day.